Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever coming live from Glasgow, we proudly present Employment Lawyer in Your Pockets. A one, two, a one, two, three, four. Welcome to Blackadder's Employment Team podcast, where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is aimed at managers and business owners and intends to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. And this week we continue our newbie series and continue to break new ground. As well as this being the first time we've recorded our podcast in Glasgow, we also have another newbie joining us and that's Paul Nash from our corporate team. Good morning, Paul. Morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And how are you? Yeah, doing well. Thanks. Doing well. Good. Thanks for joining us today. Now, before we, we move forward, Paul, big question. What are you thinking choosing a career as a corporate lawyer when you could have been an employment lawyer like us? <laughs> it was a difficult choice. Difficult choice. But I feel I've got more interest in, in corporate and commercial law. I, I know that's not, maybe not the forum to be sharing that, but that's that's, that's my honest opinion. Okay. Okay. But we'll let you off. We'll let you off. You've joined us today. And in particular, you've joined us today because today's episode is going to be focusing in on data protection. That's right, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. And like myself, you're a member of Blackadder's data protection team. Yes. Yes, yes. And we, we regularly give advice to clients on data protection issues. Yeah. I think you've been kept busy with that the last few days, yes, haven't you? Yeah, it's, it's such a popular issue and there are lots of, lots of queries from clients about this sort of thing. Good. Well, we're going to try and focus on data protection issues that arise in the recruitment process. But before we do that, Paul, we have the all important plug. And that is to remind our listeners that this episode is brought to you by thepodcasthost.com, the ultimate how-to podcast resource on the web. They can help you with anything podcast related, from planning and launching your show, to equipment and editing, to growing an audience, and even monetizing your show. Check out their free step-by-step guide on how to start your very own podcast at thepodcasthost.com slash start. That's thepodcasthost.com slash start. So, Paul, I'm sure you've been listening to the podcast this series. Yes, yeah, I've Good. been listening. listening Correct to all answer. Of them. Well yep. done. So, we've touched on data protection issues previously, but this is going to be the episode where we focus in on them in detail. So, the difficult second album of the recruitment process. Yep. What's, what was your first album, Paul? First album, I believe, was. Um, the Invisible Band by Travis, I oh. think early two thousands. That's a good one. That's yes, a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was a, it was a strong album. It was yeah. a strong album. You get kudos there. I think that was the one before their big international mega hit as well. So yeah. you can good band and getting in before yeah. the crowds, the masses yeah. pick them up. <laughs> Mine's isn't nearly as good. Mine's as a a, a child who grew up in the eighties with a father who liked guitar bands, mine inevitably almost was Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. Ah, right, okay. Which I'm sure is the answer for most people on my background (laughs) and my age, but still, it stood the test of time. (laughs) So, as we mentioned, Paul, you and I are members of Blackadder's data protection team, and the rest of the guys in the employment team aren't overly enthusiastic about data protection stuff. But you, like me, understand why this is an important issue. Yeah, it is an important issue and it's it's important that everybody's aware of this. Um, the data protection regime in the UK governs the processing by controllers of personal data relating to data subjects. So employers will be data controllers and will regularly and routinely process personal data relating to their employees. It's obviously very important. Personal data amounts to any information relating to an identified or identifiable living individual. This definition is thought to be pretty wide, but um, it's important. It's a very important definition for data protection. 
Yeah, it is. It's extremely wide, which is why it's important to consider this. And an employment context of particular importance is the fact that the UK GDPR also identifies what it terms special categories of personal data, which will regularly be held and processed by employers, both as part of and following a recruitment process. Those special categories of data include racial or ethnic origin, political opinions, religious or philosophical beliefs, trade union membership, genetic data, biometric data for the purpose of uniquely identifying a natural person. Nice tight label for that one. (laughs) Data concerning health, and we're going to be looking at health issues in the recruitment process in next week's podcast. And then finally, data concerning a natural person's sex life or sexual orientation. Well, it's normally unlawful for a data controller to process special categories of data, the legislation provides a specific exemption for this where the processing of it is necessary for carrying out rights and obligations under employment law. And many of you will have picked up that a lot of these special categories of personal data are the types of information you will ask people to provide for the purposes of equal opportunities monitoring. Yeah. As with all other employees, job applicants are data subjects and provide personal data and frequently provide special category data to employers who, as controllers, process that data. The information to be provided by the potential employer about this processing should include how it will be held, will it be held electronically on a computer or manually, the purpose it will be held for, for example, to help with the administration of the recruitment process, and how long it will be held for. So this information could be included in a statement in the job advertisement or more comprehensively in a specific privacy notice to be made available to job applicants, which could be referred to in the job advert or made available on the employer's website. Now, Paul, you and I know how detailed and vast data protection law is. So to make the podcast as useful as possible, you had the very good idea of simply giving an extended list of top tips, which will assist employers navigate the more obvious data protection issues that can arise during a recruitment process. So over to you, Paul, what's your first suggestion? Yes, that's right, Stephen. The the first suggestion would be the job advert. To the extent that it's not self-evident, describe in the advertisement the purpose for which you may use personal information. For example, to market your organization's product and service. As mentioned, to be comprehensive, best practice would be to cover off all information in a tailored privacy notice for applicants. Yeah. So once we've got our advert out and we've made people aware of the purpose we're using their information for, what's the next thing we should be thinking about in the application process? Yes. So in the application process, only seek personal information that is relevant to the recruitment decision to be made. Try and avoid using generic application forms and remove any questions which may see the candidate provide additional or unnecessary information. It's important to give consideration to specific personal data you may need in assessing candidates during the recruitment process. Yeah, and again, important to remember that if information from the application form will be used for any other purpose, we've got an example of equal opportunities monitoring, yeah. then you need to make that purpose known to the applicant and on the application form too. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Stephen. Another point to consider in regards to the application form is criminal convictions. Only request information about an applicant's criminal convictions if and to the extent that the information can be justified in terms of the role offered. If this information is justified, make it clear that spent convictions do not have to be declared unless the job being filled is covered by the exceptions order to the Rehabilitations of Offenders Act 1974. 
Yeah, that's not something that comes into play often, but it is a very important no. thing to, to take account of, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Stephen. Yeah. So once we are through the applications coming in, we then get to interview. So when we get to this stage, employers should be ensuring that the personal information that they record and retain following the interview can be justified, again, as being relevant to and necessary for deciding whom to offer employment or, alternatively, for defending the recruitment process against challenge should anyone be unhappy about the fact they've not been offered the job. It's important for employers to ensure that all interviewers are aware that interviewees have a right to request access to interview notes and ensure that all interviewers are given instructions on how to store the interview notes as well. Another key data protection principle in this regard is storage limitation, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, that's right, Stephen. It's important that employers assess who in your organisation retains recruitment records. For example, are they being held centrally at department level or by the line manager? Ensure that no recruitment record or interview note is held beyond a reasonable time, which will normally be the period within which a claim can be raised relating to the recruitment process, unless there is a clear business reason for exceeding this period. Consider anonymising any recruitment information that is to be held longer than the period necessary for responding to claims. Yeah, and as many of you will be aware, the normal limitation period for employment law claims, employment tribunal claims, is three months, which can be extended, of course, by ACAS early conciliation. So really, a, a suitable or reasonable retention period for recruitment notes is likely going to be around the sort of four to seven months period, sort of as long as there, there is a risk of these claims coming in. And that would deal with unsuccessful candidates. The only exception to deleting or destroying data about unsuccessful candidates would be if you have a practice of keeping their details on record for future vacancies. If you're going to do that, it's important to give the candidate the opportunity to reject that opportunity and have their details removed from file. And of course, if you aren't keeping those details for that purpose or if the candidate says they don't want you to, you've got to make sure that any data that you've obtained is securely stored while you hold it and then destroyed once you don't need it anymore. So that's the the unsuccessful candidates, Paul. But what about the successful candidate or, or golden job applicant who's got the job. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's important to consider carefully which information contained on an application form is to be transferred into the worker's employment record. It's, empl it's important for employers to not retain information that has no bearing on the ongoing employment relationship. Yeah, obviously there might be things like, for example, a CV yeah. would be important for deciding who to offer the job to. Yeah. But once you've offered the job, do you really need that CV yeah, anymore? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's unnecessary. What's the, the proudest boast on your CV, Paul? Proudest boast in my CV? Uh, well, it's filled with lots of legal experience. I'm trying to think of, of one in the past. When I was younger, I... Um, I worked at the the Ryder the Ryder Cup golf oh, tournament, right. um, which which was in Glen Eagles, which was which was good fun. Obviously, I'm a fan of golf, and it was nice to. It's not rare, it's rarely in Scotland, so it was good to go along to that um, and and actually get some work experience at the same time. So that's an excellent yeah, one. Yeah, that was one, but which was non legal. All the rest are quite boring legal ones, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. <laughs> I, I've not had to do a CV for so long. I think the last thing of any note in it which is my my claim to fame is I'm a former world record holder. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to disclose that straight away. That might be something that can be teased <laughs> out in a future podcast. <laughs> I think you'll need to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Good. Okay, so I think they're the main things that we felt would be useful to highlight when we're looking at data protection and a recruitment process. To end as normal, we've got a call to action. As this episode's landing in the first week of December and we approach the festive season, 
cue jingle bell sound effects in the background. <laughs> the spirit of giving is alive and well in the Blackadder's employment team. So we are offering you a lovely gift-wrapped present of your very own privacy notice for job applicants. Anyone who emails me before 31st December of this year will be sent this lovely gift. So you need to email me at stephen.connolly at blackadders.co.uk. It's Stephen with a PH and not as some clever person <laughs> in Starbucks has done previously spelling it P-H-T-E-P-H-E-N. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. So it's S-T-E-P-H-E-N.connolly at blackadders.co.uk. And for those of you who get in touch before that date, we will send you your privacy notice and you'll be on the front foot for 2022. Yes, absolutely. It's the best, the best way to start the new year. <laughs> Indeed, New Year's resolutions all around. Yeah. So thanks again, Paul, for joining us today. No, that's no problem. It was a pleasure. Hopefully you've enjoyed your baptism into the world of employment yeah. lawyer in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been enjoyable and a challenge, but enjoyable. Good. Well, we'll let you get back out the pocket now and get back to the, the corporate world. Yes, yes. I think, I'm, I think it's calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you again soon.